Are you there, somebody? Good morning, y'all. Good morning. I wanted to introduce you all to Friday Frenzies. So today is a freeing Friday, and it's only right that I start this conversation off with, you know, saying that it's time. It's time. Like, that's just it. It's time, and you insert your own to-do behind that. Like, it's time. And so I was doing my studying this morning and I came across a comparison of myself and with a pretty popular character in the Bible. And in this particular parable, it just really, it just, it stopped me. Like it really got my life this morning. So I'm just going to share that with you all. I'm going to give you three reasons why. I killed the Jonah in me. And so I'm going to explain that. So if you're not familiar with the story of Jonah in the Bible, don't worry. I'm going to break it down real Ebonics, you know, for you to understand. And so, um, yeah, so I'm just giving you these three reasons of why I killed the Jonah in me. So people ask me like, well, so how did you start? You know, how did you just decide to surrender? And so my first point is that like, that's exactly what it was. I just decided to surrender. I got tired of running. I got tired of hiding. So first I did it for myself. And secondly, I did it for my kids. I did it for my kids because I'm aware, totally aware because I've been affected by it, that when we don't do what we're supposed to do, this is one of those things where generational curses, like I'm gonna hold somebody accountable. So if you're not gonna do it in some way of shape or form, it's gonna affect your kids, it's gonna affect your offspring. So that was the second reason. So I did it for myself. I did it for my kids to break generational curses off of them. And then the third reason is because I owe someone. I owe someone. So whoever it is for to receive the gift that I have from God, I owe it to them. And so those are my three things. I, I literally, I owe it to them. It's somebody who's literally, they're waiting on me. And, and somebody might've been waiting for years because this has been confirmed in me for years. And I'm sure it's, it's people that I haven't reached yet. I'm sure it's people I haven't spoken to yet. So once I really thought about Jonah and put myself in his position and realized like, hey, <laughs> that's me. That was enough to trigger me to be like, OK, like I just got to stop playing like it, it has to get done. So can we pray real quick? Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this day, Lord God. I thank you for family. I thank you for relationships, Lord God. I thank you for wholeness and I thank you for healing. God, I just ask you that your word speaks through me, Lord God, and that by me being obedient, that somebody else may be able to find their healing in you, Lord God. Allow them to be open. Allow them to be vulnerable. Allow them to seek you, oh God in the way that they understand you. 
and may healing take place in obedience in the name of the son christ jesus amen okay all right y'all so jonah so if you don't know the story of jonah in the bible um a real quick hood layman's term is so jonah was called by god to do something and so he was supposed to go to nineveh and and god told him like hey this is what i want you to do and jonah was like nah (laughs) okay jonah was like nah so what jonah thought that he was gonna do was run from god okay (laughs) jonah thought that you know he was gonna be able to hide from god and so what happened is jonah wound up being on this boat you know with the homies and why he was on this boat going a totally different direction than when God had sent him and called him to go and to, you know preach to the people he wound up doing his own thing so he figured like hey I'm just gonna totally avoid the mission and so while he was on the boat the sea became unsettled so the sea became raging and he's downstairs you know he's downstairs on the boat and he's just like sleep like he just chilling he don't got no cares in the world he in a deep sleep and you know the homies upstairs like bro like what's going on like you know so they get the panicking right again i told y'all this is this is the hood version <laughs> they get the panicking right so they just start throwing all their cargo and all of they you know everything all their goods overboard so that the the ship doesn't sink so they thought that that would help so they throw everything off the boat and they like, hey, the water is still coming in. They panicking. So then they cast a lot. So when they cast a lot, the lot fell on Jonah. And so they're like, Jonah, what's to you? Like, you know, why is God allowing this to happen? Like, what's to you? Like, who are you? Who, where are you from? I need to know. So Jonah explains, you know, who he is, the God that he serves, and he is fully aware of why this is happening. So they like, okay, bruh. So, okay, how do we fix it? And Jonah like, man, Joe, y'all just gonna have to throw me over in the ocean, G. Like, <laughs> that's the only way, you know, to fix it. So they had a little meeting. They like, man, they get the prayer to God. And like, God, don't hold us accountable for the death of this man. Because I guess this your will for us to throw this man overboard. And that's what happened. So boom, they throw Jonah overboard. And God provided a fish to swallow up Jonah. So Jonah is in the, you know, in the belly of this fish for three days. And after that, you know, he regurgitates him exactly where he needs to be. And when the fish regurgitates him, I guess Jonah like, okay, you know, he told me this. He confirmed this to me. He told me what to do. I still was disobedient. I still ran from him. And guess what? He still found me. And so now I, you know, I risk my life by being disobedient. Mm. So after the fish basically throws him up from his belly onto land, Jonah does what he needs to do. But he has another conflict. But in the midst of that, it really just brings me to my point today to say 
how did I notice that there was a Jonah in me? And Jonah was running from God. Well, he thought he was running. (laughs) And he thought he was hiding. And so it's that very thing that pushes us to thinking that we can hide from God is the same thing that brings us back to surface. And so in my personal experience, I really thought that if I stay quiet, if I stay cool, calm and collective, if I don't speak, then that's me being safe. And it couldn't be any further from the truth. And I know that God has called me to do some things. I know that he has chosen me. And it's like I answered the call and then I said, hold on, you ever get a phone call? And you know that you're busy, like when the phone rang and you still either talking or you pick up the phone and say, hello, hold on for a second. And it's like, well, why did, why did you even answer? You wasn't even ready. You wasn't even prepared. And so for me at a point, you know, I called out to God and told him like I was ready for X, Y, Z. I was ready for the newness. I was ready for the responsibility. But at the same time, I mean, honestly, I was afraid. I was scared. I was nervous. I didn't know how, you know, people would receive me. And so, but one thing that I came to find out is that the gift was made to be given and the gift isn't for you. And oftentimes we try to look within ourselves and see how unqualified we are for something. Um, You know, even just for jobs or positions, And we just think that we're not qualified. And it's like, I don't care what the paper says for qualifications. God will qualify you and put things in place for you that don't even make sense. I remember, you know, being at this job a while back and in 2012. And there were these two black girls there in this high position. And in the position, it clearly states like if you if you were to go online indeed or on the website and look up this job, most people wouldn't apply for it because it clearly states you need a bachelor's degree in business communications. It doesn't even say or equivalent experience. No, it strictly says required bachelor's bachelor's in communications or four year degree. That's what it says. And so most people already be discouraged if you haven't completed college and just dismissed that like, okay, I'm not even going to apply because this is what they said they wanted. But it was these two black girls in this position because they said that they really just believed that it was for them and they applied and they were hired. And so sometimes we got to get out of our own way and really trust the things that God has put in us and confirmed in us. But we're still in denial. We're still lacking, we're still hiding, and we're still thinking that we're not enough. When the whole time, the gift is not ours, and I'm really talking to myself today, but I know I'm not alone, and there's somebody else who might hear this, and my prayer is that that it just brings, you know, new opportunities and open doors and heal some things for you and really set fire under you to do what you know that you need to do. Because we get so selfish and we thinking that we're supposed to become this thing. And in this thing, there's some sort of perfection that exists. And it doesn't. I'm sorry.
I'm sorry to be the one to tell you, but it doesn't exist. And the reason that we delay our blessings is because we're steady seeking this thing that don't even exist, y'all. It doesn't exist. So who told you that you had to become this thing before you start walking in your purpose? Because before you know it, you'll steady be chasing something that doesn't exist. And when doing that, other people are hurting because they're waiting on you literally to pass the torch. They're literally waiting on, you know, a ticket from you, a conversation from you, a move from you so that they could begin to do their part of this thing. And then that's when we begin to fail people. And so I'm just at a place where I can no longer, I can't do it. You know, I can't be responsible for someone else's lacking due to my disobedience. I can't be responsible for someone else's lacking due to my disobedience. Now, granted, I, you know, I owe them nothing, but I owe God everything. And I know for a fact that he's put things on my heart and he's told me to do things. And like Jonah, I was running like Jonah. I thought that I could hide. (laughs) And I mean, I may not have been on a boat, but I mean, it's the same thing. I may have literally been hiding in plain sight where, you know, I was doing healing on small levels. I was teaching on small levels. I was coaching on small levels and I was avoiding the very interactions that he called me to. I was avoiding the very conversations or, you know, topics that were uncomfortable to bring up when I was having a coaching session. And so he just really got me in line. And so I just want to encourage someone else who might be dealing with something similar. You're waiting to become this thing before you put yourself out there. You think that you need all these certifications before you put yourself out there. You think you need everything in order before you start the business. Like you don't even need, <laughs> you don't even have a proof of concept yet, but you steady saying that you need this and you need that. When the truth is everything that you need, you already have. So understand that everyone has a purpose and sometimes there are moments when we think that we're not good enough. We think that it's something super duper special that has to happen before we start being obedient to the word of God. And sometimes you just got to walk. Sometimes you just got to be quiet. Sometimes you have to separate yourself. Sometimes you have to heal yourself. But always in the process of doing that, you got to be obedient to the spirit. Because for me personally, the more that I hid from God, the more uncomfortable I became. And it's like at that point, it's like now, like my stomach is cramping. Like I'm so uncomfortable. And it's because I know I'm not at that point where I'm asking God, God, what is it that you need from me? I know it. And I know it's not just me. It's someone else. And you feel the exact same way. You know exactly what you're supposed to do. And you're not doing it. Because there's a Jonah in you. 
because you thought that you could hide, you thought that you could delay, or you thought you could just do a little bit. Like, stop dimming your light. And (laughs) just, you know, stop. Because those people who are uncomfortable by you, they're not for you anyway. This don't have nothing to do with them. This is not the gift for them. They are not your people at this time, at this moment. Stop trying to make people comfortable with you. Stop dimming your light to hide, to not be seen, to stay low key, to fit in, to blend in. No, no, that's not for you. And the more that you do it, the more that you delay blessings, the more that you do it, the more uneasy it'll be. The more that you do it, the longer you're just being disobedient instead of walking in your purpose. And so I just want to say thank you. I really want to thank my Tia. I want to thank you so much for pushing me because it's not a lot of people. <laughs> it's not a lot of people who who get me, number one. It's a few but it's not a whole lot. And it's not a lot of people who can really tell me about myself. (laughs) It's, It's not too many who can just, you know, speak life to me and tear me down all at the same time in a good way. And so I want to thank you for that, for pushing me. And that's just like something just so simple when God knows exactly what you need and when you need it. So to my Jonas, stop hiding to my Jonas stop running because at some point whether you know it or not when God ready to deal with you he's gonna deal with you so (laughs) any of you that have children you know when you call your kids and they don't answer it's like you heard me calling you right so come see what I want okay and that's where I am and it's like okay you know when I hear my daddy call me, let me go see what he want. Because if not, I might get a whooping. And I don't have time for that. <laughs> I don't have time for that. So, Jonas, get out of your own way. Take some time to self-reflect. And if you're at a point where you confuse, you have to make that effort, that conscious on purpose effort daily to ask God what it is that you need me to do what is it that you need from me what is it that I'm supposed to be doing and you have to really get in relationship with him you know to hear his voice first of all and to know what it is that he's asked of you but Jonah knew and so Jonah do what you're supposed to do that's it Jonah do what you're supposed to do Ashley do what you're supposed to do Erica, do what you're supposed to do. Brandon, do what you're supposed to do. Chris, do what you're supposed to do. Nathan, do what you're supposed to do. Ebony, do what you're supposed to do. Like, (laughs) insert your name where Jonah is. And I just want to encourage you to get to it. Stop delaying your blessings. Because at the end of the day, you're just hurting yourself. That's it, y'all. That's all I have for you today. So I encourage you, please, to 
subscribe. We're waiting on distribution so that the podcast can be on all major platforms. So you Apple users, Spotify, um, what else is it? Is it Title Two? All the major platforms. So when that happens, I will make an announcement and let you guys know just if you have a preference of listening on another platform. But Anchor is pretty cool because you can comment, you can um, send voice recordings. So I think that that's pretty dope. So let me know what you all think. If this touched you or it resonated with you in any way, I'm asking that you share this podcast with somebody. And I just really hope that it just helps somebody. It's just one person who's just been waiting on confirmation. You know what you're supposed to do and you've been hiding. So until next time, guys.